I'm Katie. And I'm Ellie. And today we have Daphne on the podcast. Hi. Say hi, Daphne. Again. Hi. <laughs> Again. Yes, yes. Before we get on to the main subject of today's podcast, we're just going to be talking about what's new in running this week. So, and cycling. Start with us. And cycling, yes, of course, of course. <laughs> um, so, should we start with us, Ellie, and then get on to like everyone else? Yeah, Daphne, so, you can so, go first if you want. <laughs> yeah, what's what's new for you, Daphne, this week? Uh, do my first mountain half marathon. Yes, oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was yeah. sick. I love yeah. that. I love that photo of you on the rock and you were like oh, there on the yeah, edge of the, the rock. Yeah. The cantilever. It's famous. Famous yeah. up in North Wales. That's so sick. Oh my gosh. That looked amazing. I love that. And he decked it on the downhill. <laughs> oh yeah. It took all the skin off my shoulder. Oh my god. I feel like the... all down my legs. Ooh. <laughs> My God, honestly, you should have seen you should have seen me and Elliot um at Bradwell. I'll, I'll send I'll send a video to the group chat later. It was so funny. You fell flat on your ass, Ellie. It was like, oh, wait, have you got the video of that? I've got the video. Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> it was so funny. How's the um the Welsh in Welsh can't speak Welsh enduro going? Oh, I was it's my first one. That's what my brother does. It was so steep. And it yeah, was so scary. I saw that. Oh. oh my god. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, the and track's that insane. looks sick though, yeah. Didn't you have your um your first mountain bike race of the league? Yeah, the I series. did. Um, I league. had, what I I did did the second round of the nationals. That's it, yeah. Injury. Mm-hmm. You've done really well. How did you find it? It was tough. I got eight, so I was happy with that. But yeah, That's so def- good. Definitely a tough race. Yeah. Bloody looked it. God, could could not do that. Christ, I, I don't fancy like, a bit of mountain did bike. Did you do like double the the race or something? I swear, a few hours before the race, you did like a recce of the route or something. Yeah, basically, I pra- we in cross country you practice the whole loop yeah. in the morning, and then you go and race it in the afternoon. God, that's that's you need to know so lines harsh. and stuff. I know, yeah, but you got, need to know lines. Get the racing line. Exactly. <laughs> yeah but you do you can do it quite slow a lot of people do um a couple laps one one slow one fast i think i think yeah, i'm saying where you stop think. and then you'll do one at race yeah pace. yeah oh god <laughs> anyway so what's new with us we raced the bradwell didn't we Ellie? oh yeah yeah that was <laughs> fun that was the hardest race of my life I was recovered by the was. day after. How crazy! No, it is that? took me three, four days. I can still feel it, kind of a little bit now. Bloody insane! It literally like wiped me out. Never felt pain like that. So <laughs> sore for days, Why days and days. So I, was, I couldn't go down mean... the stairs. Honestly, you should ask my dad. I couldn't go downstairs for two days. I couldn't do it. My quads were like going to cave in. I was. I remember I was at the petrol station. And my knee like gave way. So I couldn't. I was so sore. It was like I was. Ooh, I was so wobbly for ages. And I came ninth out of eleven. I came tenth. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to know how many out of. But I came tenth. 
I was well happy with that. I was quite chuffed. Yeah, top know. 10 on um, in it, like, ten. sort of international qualifying race. It sounds really good, doesn't it? Exactly. <laughs> sounds bloody brilliant. So. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the In It For The Long Run podcast. I couldn't hack it at all. Oh, that was so hard. Uh, I got where did move. we come, though? We need to mention yeah. that. <laughs> so, right, Ellie, you go first because you came ahead of me. Oh, yeah, basically, I came in, like, was it four yeah 45 minutes I came ninth it was it was top four guaranteed and then the next four was like up for discussion or whatever they say but a few people well two people dropped out during the race two people didn't start the race one was ill and one I think was isolating and then yeah that that was it in terms of them so we actually came up pretty lucky yeah I was I was really pleased with that considering well I was sat in the car and then I read the results and it said ninth <laughs> but they kind of messed up the results because yeah, they class a... one girl as a male basically <laughs> so annoying me and my dad was sat in the car I, I was like dad I was ninth he was like what I was like I was ninth I counted it about four times and I texted you and you were like they classed the girl as a male I was like no but I was still chuffed with 10th not gonna lie I was very happy for my first fell season yeah I was happy yeah, with that yeah you messaged me and you was like you came eighth and I was like oh my god no way I checked it I came eighth and I was like I didn't come eighth <laughs> so today we're going to yeah. be speaking about dropout rate in sport and like our experiences and yeah mainly why females around the age of like 13 drop out at the once we got to the top, I actually thought about pulling out. I was yeah, like, I thought I was getting too heat long. stroke again because my body actually, yeah. I was quite hormonal, so my body's temperature was like rising anyway, and I didn't really drink enough mm-hmm. water because I didn't realize it was going to be that warm. It was like yeah, 22 degrees, or no, was it more than that? I don't know, it was probably felt around like, that. Yeah, felt like 27, it's absolutely melting. Oh, How far but- is it? Uh, it was meant to, the thing is days. I kept looking at my watch and I kept slowing down because I was like right this is meant to be like 8k I yeah I was like yeah I was like right I need to save a bit of energy then yeah. because this is going to go on for quite a while and then we got to like 7k and everyone was like oh yeah you're nearly there now I was like what? yeah and I was like wait I am nearly there like why is yeah it shorter than Literally. it said it was going to be because mm. also they added a bit more on didn't they because we were meant to finish further up than we started so I thought that yeah. was the new had like a few hundred meters on, but then it ended up being mm-hmm. seven, and I was like, "What?" I know. I was a bit like, "Oh, I could have maybe pushed a little bit on yeah, the end." Yeah, same. I thought I thought it was going to be longer, but I, I think did. everyone felt that way because because they thought it was going to be eight k as well. Mm-hmm. Oh well, it's what it is. I definitely want to part eighth anyway. My brother said to me at one point he was cheering me on, and he said come on like just pushing it basically we were like three and a half k in or something maybe four and he was like you need to push it now like put all your effort in now and then if you die you die and I was like I don't have any effort left to put in (laughs) so that's the last one in the series for me well not gonna come up north again but I will do eventually but yeah we'll see whatever we'll see where the fell races take me, I guess. Oh, yeah, but that's like it for this year. Um, whenever it is. Yes, lap. I plan to. I'd really, really like to. Obviously, it's still a bit up in the air, and it depends how fit I am by this point. Mm. Not this point, but like a couple of months back next year. Kind of depends how race fit I am because I wouldn't be 
racing it, it'd just be to get it done. But we will see. It's definitely in the pipeline. Definitely in the pipeline. Yeah, up in that distance. Woo! I, I wouldn't want to do it with you, but I know I'd get injured for fell season, so I'm not going to... I know, but you could you could do... um, You could run, like... You could come and run, like, 10k of it. Yeah, yeah, support me. Support crew! <laughs> yeah, you could be part, part of my support I'd bubble. I'd be too jealous, though. I'd just be like, oh, I wish I'd have done it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, what's new in running outside of us? Ooh. Tokyo! Oh my god, Tokyo! Oh my god, it's so near now, isn't it? I know. Was it like eight days? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I can't believe it. Good luck, everybody. Go GB! (laughs) Woo! I don't think anyone from GB will be watching this, but yeah, good luck anyway. (laughs) Good luck if you are. Be supporting at home. Woo! Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I think more females than males are on our list this year. We like that. That is good. Very good. Yeah, but I think the female, like, 800 metres to 10K, which is basically most of the events are, like, crazy this year. I was just going to say, I I forgot that there's other sports except running in the Olympics. They always... Yeah, we've got bloody open water swimming. I didn't realise that was in the Olympics. What? Surfing this year as well. Yeah, surfing. And BMX BMX riding. Yeah, skateboarding. Open water swimming, loads. Can I just get on my roller skates and just like turn up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I'd say mine's quite similar. Oh, I said hundred percent again. Oh well. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'd say mine's probably similar around training properly on the track with my current group when I was eleven, I think. And that is quite young. And the training that we used to do was quite long, and I didn't enjoy it at all. I used to think it was like really crap because I used to come home so knackered and I used to like not enjoy it at all and then I found myself not wanting to train I was like I don't want to go I just didn't want to go every week but when I didn't go I'd be like oh you didn't go does that make sense yeah I I used to feel like that yeah yeah I got nervous for some reason yeah yeah I used to always get nervous before training I think that was just the pressure that I put on myself and that was sort of when I was younger and then I did Cross my mind like is this actually what I want to do I don't think it ever come across to me to quit running as such I think quit training was did cross my mind like to quit sort of the competitive side of yeah. it did cross my mind but not running as a whole because I knew that was always what I was going to do but it did cross my mind but I'm definitely glad I stopped with it and then it sort of did cross my mind again probably I'm never going to lie to you probably like six months ago I'd say because when life started to get a bit more busy when you're when you're 16 and everything says putting pressure on you with school college and stuff like getting jobs and yeah just keeping up seeing people like friends pressure to like meet people all the time did get a bit much and I was like I was saying to people like I do actually want to be I do want to take it a step further now. I do want this to be more than a hobby, but I want this to be my future and my career. And I think people were a bit like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, literally. And then I did make, it's like, is there a point in putting all this work if other people don't think I can achieve what I want to achieve? But I know if I believe, then that's all that matters. But it's hard when other people are saying, I don't think, I don't think you're going to do it. 
So, yeah, I think that's my experience is really with questioning, dropping out and stuff like that. So the first question we're going to talk about is, have you ever thought of dropping out of running in sports? And if so, why? So, Ellie, do we want to start? Yeah, I will do. I feel like recently I haven't because of, like, my ambitions within running and wanting to get sort of faster and, like, just progress in the sport. But when I was younger... Like, I literally didn't race the whole of... It was either 2017 or 2018, but I literally didn't race. So I was just too nervous and I was putting too much pressure on myself. And I did sort of question then. I was like, if I'm not going to race, what's the point in being in the sport? And I didn't really enjoy running either because I didn't really do much of it. (laughs) Uh, So I wasn't that passionate about it. So I feel like then I was just a bit like, what is the point? Like, I'm not fast I'm not gonna get fast and I just sort of didn't really train so I wasn't I wasn't like sacrificing anything for it I was just sort of turning up whenever I wanted and yeah so I didn't like it wasn't serious back then so uh, yeah I did question like dropping out when I was yeah it was probably about 13 as well like the age range we're talking about um because you do when you get older you do have to make more sacrifices than when you're younger to like get quicker and stuff that's it really what about you Daphne well, I was a swimmer when I was younger. Oh my Ooh, god! And I, I, love I did that. that until I was twelve. Like, and it was like training three times a week and stuff at a young age. And then I quit that because I just hated it. So then, for about six months, I didn't do any sport. And then I got into cycling and then running. So I yeah. full on quit swimming just because I thought, as I went to secondary school, it took up all my time I didn't have enough passion to keep doing it yeah and I was like I'm just not going to do sport anymore I'm just going to do like school sport and then I joined my local cycling club I was like this is actually quite good fun so I started racing that Mm -hmm. and then with running but I think in in lockdown and then when I moved to college September that's the first time I questioned cycling and running because like when you go to, when I went to college the social side of life got more I was like always having to cancel plans and then when the races started getting back in I was like no I want to carry on doing this yeah yeah the yeah. races was a massive thing like you forgot sort of how much how good the community was in terms of yeah. races like it's crazy how like they all share your passion and stuff and like it yeah. just sort of reaffirms your love for like sport really Hundred percent. Some of my best friends are literally from running because we all suffer the same pain. <laughs> yeah. No, but it is a massive a lot, a lot. I would be lying if I said a lot of the reason why I turn up to training every time wasn't because of the social side of things, because it kind of is. It's yeah, massive. Definitely. Like seeing everyone and just yeah, socializing really. It's a big, big important thing. And when like people that you used to train with start pulling out that's when you start thinking oh like maybe not because a lot of yeah they're going it's like oh they're quitting now like um my coach got an email from one of the girls that I used to train with for like a long time saying that she was going to quit and I was like oh it's really sad isn't it because it's sort of like she she had such talent as well she was so she was really talented I've seen a lot of people come and go over the years and it's like they used to be at the time like my best friends like I was really close to them and it was just, it's just really sad to be fair 
and that you formed a bond but you know it's not going to stay the same because you were sort of only speaking at running like you didn't really meet up outside of running because that was the only time you really saw each other um do you think the pressure of what social media put on young people has an impact on people dropping out of sport do you want to start Ellie? lockdown caused a lot of um like friends and that to stop like as soon as lockdown hit a lot of people just never came back after yeah yeah Yeah. oh my Mm -hmm. god yeah literally they probably realized like oh this is actually kind of hard to do on my own like I can't like I'm not fit enough to go back or I don't really want to because I've had the best summer ever just like chilling with my friends and stuff yeah they might put quite a bit of pressure on themselves as well to be as fit as they were pre-lockdown whereas obviously that's not that's not fair to judge yourself on that I don't think like you have to be realistic exactly it's um it's unrealistic you had all the time everyone in the world was slower. In yeah 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 it's just what it is I, I think everyone got slower in some way or form like the thought of messaging people like Paula Radcliffe when she's younger on Instagram was like immense like imagine like doing that and I can literally message her whenever and she like always replies and it's actually crazy how like that has an impact so I feel like that's a good thing like connecting the like running and world sport community in general but in terms of comparison like the amount of people I see nowadays yeah I feel like it definitely does like there's no doubt about it really because seeing like I heard Alish McColgan say that that about 15 running 60 mile weeks it's it's crazy it's like and that is definitely down to social media because you see other people getting faster say that are about 25 that are running like maybe about 100 mile weeks and they're thinking well that's the only way I can get faster and I want to get faster now I can't wait till I'm 25 that's like 10 years off and so I feel like that's definitely a negative of it because people never used to do that they just sort of used to run the easy runs like talking pace and now they're just trying to push every run you forget that Strava's a social media as well. Yeah. I, I always Strava's forget it. So I'm like, bad for it. Yeah, yeah, honestly, I found myself. I think we all we all do at some point. You just compare yourself. I had to take you some time off it. Their actually. profile. Yeah, like, oh I should my be god. Faster than them. Yeah, yeah. It matter. And you look at their distance and you think, oh my god, I need to be up in it so much. But at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you and what works for your body. Like I know having high mileage within the week does not work for my body anything over 50k a week I start to get really like niggly and tight and it just doesn't work and I just get slower yeah it's, it's so hard to like not compare because I, I remember once I literally like I sort of was just scrolling through Strava because I hadn't been on it for a while and like you know when your heart sort of sinks because you realize how much faster yeah. everyone else is and races are coming up and then you're like oh my god like I'm actually dreading this. Like I thought I'd look forward to it, but I'm just really not in good shape. At and the you like moment. you just add to the pressure you're already putting on yourself. Yeah, after a you year almost, of not racing, you've almost convinced yourself you've lost before you've even started. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, like, I, it's yeah. really hard not to. I feel I didn't realize the other day. Well, until the maybe about a few months ago, I, I read this thing where they said that mental like stress is the same as physical stress and it's like yeah. these young girls are comparing themselves to professional athletes who don't have school and they don't have yeah. other commitments 
honestly oh. I found myself doing it I was comparing myself and I was like okay but these girls probably don't have like jobs these well af- professional athletes don't have jobs they don't have like doing loads of activities at college I probably don't even have college or school and like it has the same impact and I was like oh my god like no wonder when you're stressed like you don't perform well like at all it's at the end of the day we are still young and not I don't know about you guys but I think I'm still growing yeah oh, I think I'm still growing, growing. I know, I don't think I, yeah I think I've stopped growing five foot four and a half for life oh, I'm five foot seven. Oh, are oh you wow I haven't grown since year six oh <laughs> I haven't Ooh. grown since year six yeah yeah I think I honestly think I'm still growing I keep getting um growing pains and then, oh yeah growth this one about growth oh yeah yeah and someone said they hadn't seen me in a while and I'd shut up and I was like really what do you think are some of the main factors that cause young people to drop out of sport? Yeah, no, I feel yeah. like all old people say that as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I do with this eye when I was, when I was, I don't even know what they say. What do they say? They're like, oh, you were that small and now you're, I don't know. Yeah, and now, now you're taller than me. Yeah, that'll be always Yeah. <laughs> yeah, also pressure to come back and like do well. Yeah. Pressure to be at a certain level could put people yeah. off massively. Especially in races, like race yeah. nerves, I feel like they put people off. And also, um, down south, I feel like it's a lot more competitive in terms of cross country and track. Whereas 100%. up north, it's a lot more like literally you're talking on the start line of a cross country race. People See, that's saying, what I like. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, down here, it's like elbows, 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 more, more so elbows. El- so, any like- elbows. The amount more people who do cross country down south. Yeah. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. get, you do a cross country race at a school here and you haven't got a single person who's there because they've chosen to be there. It's like the football team, mm-hmm. the netball team. Pressure. Yeah. yeah that's pressure. all, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's the main thing pressure with everything. I think it all results down to pressure. I know a lot of people yeah. struggle with schoolwork, managing sport and schoolwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a massive thing especially, as well. Yeah, especially people that do A-levels. Oh, yeah. how do it. Yeah. I would have died if I did A-levels. Me too, me too. I don't know how I would have balanced it all, honestly. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, there's more people, so therefore there's more pressure and, like, you put more pressure on yourself and then other people put more pressure on you because you have to get yes. in a certain place to actually get into, say, in the counties and English schools. Also, injuries. Injuries yeah. are a massive thing. Yeah, to come back after it is really... Yeah, and they're very, men- they're very mentally draining, to be honest, because you lose your fitness and you're like, did I actually enjoy the sport or did I just enjoy like being fit, if that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes it's you question like everything. Burnout stops a lot of people as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to, yeah, well, everyone kind of knows that to say good time off, but like it does. Getting back from that, it's hard. It's really hard because you're like, what if, I, what if it happens again? And it's awful, but you know like yeah. I don't want to put myself through that and stuff no yeah I was like I can't do that again yeah it's just yeah I, I knew that as well yeah I knew that something had to give 
and I didn't know what that like something had to like slow down whether that be running or I couldn't I couldn't sacrifice the running but it was it would have been very easy for me to then say right no more yeah, but I feel much. like that would be more detrimental to your mental health than good for it because you'd exactly. blame yourself and then you'd just be like, oh, I wish I was running, like, I wish I could carry on. And then you'd just, like, yeah. waste time that you yeah. could have been running. And I'd be giving up something. Yeah, I'd be giving up something that I really love, so that was never Yeah. Good. Also, say for injuries, like, say if you had a stress fracture, oh, God, so many people normalise, like, under-eating and stuff. So a lot of the time like female athletes when they're older say like 20 they have to take time off to get the period back so then they're not injured for future races and that'll take a Mm -hmm. massive like toll on like well physically and mentally like that'll be very hard yeah Yeah, exactly I feel like also a big time people drop out is like when they go to uni Yeah. yeah yeah that's a massive life step and a massive life change I feel yeah, like that drinking. would be the bottom of people's priorities list, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And just, like, Other making friends in general. And then there's just, like, the pressure to have such a perfect life of, like, going out to the beach, getting drunk, going for um, yeah. a run the next morning. <laughs> it's all about yeah. balance, though. Yeah, I feel like so also, fun, yeah. especially not so much in boys, but in girls, you either get girls to compete, like, nationally at a high level... Or they don't do anything at all. Like yeah. it's not really yeah. like normalized for girls just to do sport for the fun of doing the sport and not having to compete and wanting to go professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so true. And like people always ask stupid questions like, Oh, so do you run for England then? And I'm like, Do you realise how hard it is to run yeah. for England in cross country? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they don't understand as well, like, yeah, there might only be say 15 in the race. But those 15 people are all sacrificing everything for that race. Yeah, like, not like one bad yeah, they're not just average people that you dragged <laughs> off the street. Yeah. Yeah. They were runners and then they started going to the gym instead because they didn't say they wanted to change their body. Like that was the main thing for them anyway. Um, because yeah. of the pressures of social media. Here we go again. <laughs> oh, social media is just... If you think That's about something. it... Right, actually, I was just like, when does everyone get social media? 13. When Probably does everyone yeah, drop out sport? 13. Yeah. Like, as soon That's... as you, like, get that switch and you're comparing your lives, like, oh, no, I can't do what I enjoy anymore. And yeah. yeah. But then you're like, mm-hmm. something has to give, like Katie said, you can't do it all in the same day. Like, say on the weekends, like, they're the busiest days for running. And I know that I need that time to, like, rest. But that's when everyone yeah. else goes out. Like, I know I couldn't be shopping around Manchester after a session. Yeah. You can't do everything. That's what yeah. I think people got to remember. You cannot do everything. And it's not because of the time in the day. It's literally because you need rest. And, like, you mm. can't literally burn yourself out and then go on a run the next day. <laughs> yeah. Should we go on to the next question? Yeah, do you think there needs to be a bigger support system within schools to keep girls in sport? A hundred percent. Yeah. Definitely. So definitely needs to be... I feel like there's such a massive, like, broad spectrum of things that needs to be covered in school. And, like, obviously that's the bottom of their priorities. Yeah, that's definitely the bottom of their priorities. Secondary school, just knowing about being in spectacles and... 
Pythagoras theorem. <laughs> exactly. That. That's not life. That's not life. At the end of the day, sport is a massive thing in keeping people fit and healthy. Exactly. And people don't realise that. It's yeah, there needs to be like, something done. You get like sixteen year olds who leave school who can't ride a bike or can't swim. It's oh, like it's swimming ridiculous. to save your life. Mm. Yeah, I I honestly what you just said then, fair enough if you're like a teacher or you, you work in a library. I don't even know what else there is that needs the inspector calls. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't like, at all. What, something needs to be changed. Like, it's mm. crazy. Like, we're literally... We're, we're living in a generation where, like, people's mental health is declining rough, more rapidly than ever. We're using our phones, like, 10 hours a day. Mm. Oh, yeah. One yeah, thing I was going to say is that a lot of people that I know just sport is a massive part of I think yeah preventing stress that. reliever that's what I mean like they need mm. to teach us how like beneficial it is and like not to drop out because you want to do other things or because you feel like you have to do other things because then exactly. you have no release there's also a massive focus I think on boys and team sports within school rather yeah. than definitely rather than sort of girls and sort of singular sports that aren't yeah. team related at the end of the yeah support individual sports as much yeah, yeah. it's because the day, they want it to look good on the school isn't it exactly the school yeah. only care about the school at the minute well some do I mean, well most most only care about the school not actually like about the athletes themselves like what's going to yeah. make the school look good not actually about people yeah like netball basketball football yeah and like literally we did i'm pretty sure one lesson of running in school because obviously everyone was pretty unfit but like we just messed around in PE like it wasn't an actual lesson really was no exactly and it's also seen as the first thing to give as well say if you need to revise they're like Oh yeah, yeah. Time. Oh yeah. Like we'll just cut PE out and you can just revise then. Yeah. Oh yeah, Ridiculous. and it was like for me, well, I'm because I'm dyslexic. I wasn't great at English. They were like, yeah. right, you can skip PE to do your English. I was like, PE yeah. Less than I like at school. Yeah, literally. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, go on. I don't know about your schools, but at my school, the PE teachers only kind of like supported the sporty athletes. They never tried to get the unactive kids active. Yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. My school focused on boys a lot. They yeah. only cared like the minute it could look the school look good. Why do the same you thing? get to tell me what I get assessed in? That's not and it's like how in it athletics, works. You have to do a field event. Yeah, great. And I'm like, I've never thrown a javelin in my life. It's like with GCSEPA, like the government chooses what sports you can do. I'm like, oh, oh my god, no, don't need it. So- I remember, I think it was my school told me that cross country had to be part of athletics, and I was like, yeah. but it's a whole different thing. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I think it's assessed crazy. in like table tennis in the end. I was like, oh. I got assessed table in tennis, rock climbing. Like- Oh, that's, oh, that's good. I'm pretty sure, like, not even one thing about the education system is like correct. Like, even Everything's what we corrupt. learn is stupid. It's all corrupt. It's like if I sat my GCSEs now, I would fail all of them. Yeah, Me it's too. just memorization for the actual thing. Like, I literally memorized, say, the night before chemistry. I'd forgotten it by the day after. Yep. I was allowed to do road cycling, but I wasn't allowed to do mountain biking. 
So I had to go oh, that's ridiculous. road cycling because apparently that was a sport, but mountain biking wasn't. How exactly. I got told I got told I couldn't even do road cycling. I got told I, oh. it had to be circuit or track. I know it is ridiculous. Yeah. Absolute joke. I agree. Yeah, they need to adapt to like what work actually is right now. Because obviously, oh god, I don't really know what they were thinking to be honest. But they need a rethink, definitely. But it's the same education system like our grandparents had. Like, yeah, that's what changed. I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've just added A levels in. Yeah, I made everything oh. harder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, how does that Absolute make joke. sense? Like, it's obviously it not in my memory. So there's no like we're literally just revising for the test. And in work, yeah. you don't have tests, do you? And you like in work, you don't have like and if you get seven of tasks, you get like five days, not an hour to write. Yeah, yeah I know. Whatever. Yeah, and you like research about it. You... I feel like we've kind of covered this already. Yeah. Um, it's the last question. Why do you think a lot of girls drop out of sport around the age of thirteen? I think one thing that we haven't like mentioned is almost the family's finance of sport. Oh my god, yeah, that's expensive. Yeah. And like, for example, if you don't come from a family who can afford it, the parents are just like, do you really want to do it? Because we can't afford this, and the kids just go, oh, it's okay. I like, I won't. Is there anything else you want to like say? I don't know what else I can actually say. I, I was talking about this actually to my friend the other day. She was saying, um, for skiing, they always. Ex- expect you to be like really rich and like if you're not really good say if you come from like a poor background or like average um if you're not really good then they're like thinking why are you doing it because you don't have the money to actually do the sport because you have to be really good obviously to even get the opportunities it's very expensive people don't realize it i don't think it all adds up yeah, especially that, yeah, like shoes. Oh cost. my god, shoes are so and expensive. Finding the right, it's not just when they wear out, it's finding the right ones. Yeah, yeah oh my exactly. God. My, my ninth time lucky for me. God. I hope so I'm lucky. <laughs> I'm really quite expensive. lucky in the way that quite a few people and the people around me support me quite well from that side of things. Like when I buy shoes, it's from like coaches and stuff, it's quite well. They know me, if that makes sense. So yeah, kind of got a yeah, good support network that supports me from that side of things with like massages as well. It's really good. Yeah, I feel like I have to obviously sacrifice like birthday money, Christmas money, whatever, get yeah. new shoes. And obviously that's sort of pressurising in itself because you have yeah. like, say, say they're literally like £100 these days. Like, it's crazy. No, honestly. More than that um, sometimes. And I need properly supportive shoes as well because my shins need them. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I won't be able to yeah. run and then that'll just be like a cycle of, like, depression. <laughs> yeah, different social economical backgrounds. So, yeah, oh. I need, like, £100 shoes and then I go through them, like, more than once every six months and then I need them for, like, three different things, like, fellow running fast stuff and then steady runs that's like 300 pounds exactly you need different shoes for things especially if you like um the sort of faster sort of vapor fly ones you want to get fast times on the road and stuff it's like pressure to have those shoes and there's like a garmin watch and race entries i need to buy a heart rate strap actually and like massage guns and stuff like that there 
Oh, I love my massage. I've got a heart. Yeah, they're not cheap. And it literally, it benefits you so much more than you think. I think we'll, should we wrap it up? So thank you everybody for listening and we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode of the In It For The Long Run podcast. Thank you very much to Daphne for joining us. Thanks for having me. No problem. Hope you guys enjoyed. And if there's anything that you'd like to discuss further, we are always open on DMs or Instagram. Mm -hmm.